Hello, 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 and welcome to To Have and To Roll. I'm Daft Prodigy, and the party doesn't start until I get here. Literally, because I played the entire party. Anyway, you're listening to Session 8, Staring Daggers. No major updates this week, but we'd like to give our regular non-sponsored shout-out to Sirenscape, which continues to be indispensable in the creation of soundscapes for our game, and to Incompetech for music that fits excellently with the trouble our party will be getting into this episode. What trouble, you ask? Listen and find out on Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. Uh, welcome back to Curse of the Crimson Throne. I can't do that voice right now, but imagine I'm doing it in spirit with you. Oh, yeah, you got a, you got a little sore throat. And you have a little sore throat, so but I we're, shouldn't but be. we're going on anyway. Yeah, powerful. Powerful. Now, one of the questions that I had is, you have had Cressida tell you that you have 48 hours to get some sort of... Yes. Some sort of motive uh and maybe give her someone else that she can try yeah. in place of Van yeah. Kaskerken. So uh, so one of our primary motives right now um after learning uh who we need to try to find and what we need to, you know, try to find out about all the world's meat. We are focusing on trying to find Baldrago who tried to escape or who succeeded in escaping and the other guy whose name yes. escapes me. And um, we're also going to look up stuff on the Arcona family uh, to figure okay. out if they have, you know, any motives in uh, organizing the consumption of human meat or were aware of King Eodred's condition and somehow anticipated his death. And finally, uh, looking up blood biography on the finger might give us some clues as to one of the people who was killed and maybe we can find out uh why they were targeted so i believe you were able to get back to lenore's all right yeah siren stayed at baylor's retreat and uh will probably be leaving also in her siren guys because it's okay. not super safe to walk around sure it is uh i believe we're on the third day now yes yeah we are on day three you have rested day three three we times have, we have rested this is our third rest um okay. We are level three. This is very uh, fortuitous. If we continue at our current rate, we will be level twenty by the end of the month. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, how would you like to start the day? My top priority, uh, my top priorities for today are to get blood biography done on the finger and look up information on the Arcona family. Okay. For the blood biography, um. With any inquiry at the guard about uh, getting something like that cast, they would tell you uh, about a consultant that they commonly use in the Pillar Hill district. Oh. Uh, It is an elf woman named uh, Erica. Erica. All right. Who frequently consults on matters of getting more information out of evidence and Ah. people who are dead. So she's like a magical forensic scientist. Something like that. But slash coroner who actually, you know, rather than looking at bones or wounds, says, boop, 
hey, how'd you die? It's like it's like Ned in Pushing Daisies. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Pushing Daisies. Oh, it's so good. It's 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 like 15 years old now, but it's so good. <laughs> they would direct you. Um, it's it's like if you would take if you take uh, from from the Citadel, if you go down uh, Bromathan Street, uh, go through Airdrid Square um, and into the Pillar Hill area. Uh, there's a bunch of unnamed streets on my map. Uh, mm. And she is on one of these. We're going to just take a. This is Road Street. Oop! there you go. Erica's office. I spelled Erica's, her name wrong. Erica's office. So following the directions of uh, the guards, you would go down a few streets and find a a wooden sign that looks like it's probably been here for at least a hundred years. Oh my goodness. Um, so very it just bleached, says, warped. Yeah. It just says, uh, it just says Erica's occultism and, and you see that there's like an, and, and a piece of the sign has been like broken off. <laughs> so it just says Erica's occultism and, <laughs> Oh my word. Um Lenore is sort of gonna look around and then turn to Damien and go, Are you sure we're in the right place? Damien looks down at his map. Um, yeah, I I I think so. I unless I suddenly lost the ability to read maps. Yeah, th- I think this is it. Unless there's another elf lady named Erica who does occultism somewhere in this immediate vicinity. That was kind of a long winded answer, but I trust you could. Um. <laughs> so you you pass through this little archway with a sign at the top, a very worn wooden fence blocking out like a, a small path going up behind a building and into there's like a there's like a storm door uh-huh. at the side and there's just like a little nameplate mm-hmm. that just says Erica. As if it could be anyone else. Um, yep. So, uh, just to recap who all is here. Um, it's um, uh, Lenore, Damien, Unia, and Siren at the moment. Uh, so, uh, Ophelia is hidden away for now. Okay. So, uh, you, you try the door? Or are yes. you knocking? Or yes, what are you Lenore will knock on the door. All right. There is, there is sort of a hollow like thud as you knock on the door um and the and the door sort of shakes in its frame a little bit I didn't you know the hinge is sort of rattling against the frame are we sure this place is structurally sound i mean maybe somebody should get out here and check it as you're sitting there the door is opened by <laughs> what appears to be what appears to be a decomposing human. Ah. Uh, all right, the weapons are out. And the the door opens and this thing just stands in front of you Whoa. in the doorway. Excuse slowly me. Slowly teetering on the spot. What the hell? Uh <laughs> Unia it, Unia pulls out their falcata. Back whence you came. Just sort of like looks at you. With dead eyes. They can't turn undead. <laughs> and uh, you just to. hear from somewhere in the distance. Oh, oh, Harold, Harold. Go back to your room. 
and you just watch as this thing goes shambles off to the side. Uh, sorry, that's Harold. Even Don't worry, he wanted to be like this. <laughs> Can I help you? You just hear this voice calling from like, like two rooms in, probably. Uh, first, we first room. The first room that you would see has like a couple chairs laid out, um, like a a desk where someone could could sit down and like write something. Um, it's it's basically an office. Yeah. Um, with a with a door straight out onto the onto the uh, alley. Um, Siren's gonna uh speak up. There's a number of trinkets on shelves, uh, a thick layer of dust on many of the shelves along Ooh. with the trinkets. Ooh. Uh, many, many odd things like like glasses and mm-hmm. and bits of bone, uh, the odd uh, like handkerchief that seems to have probably been used to staunch some blood. I don't like this. And you just hear, <laughs> hello there. Um, hi, hi. Hold um, on, hold on. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. Give me a moment. We want your assurances that, um, that we're not going to be attacked by Why would I attack any you? of your, any of your undead. I, I just have the one. Um, he's been with me for a very long time. He doesn't bite anyone. That's mostly because he doesn't have a lower jaw. You look I, over at the zombie. Y- yes, we could, we could tell that part. It's just like an upper jaw just sitting there. This- is his tongue, tongue hanging, hanging out? out? Yeah, yeah. Oh, gross. Please, please, come in, come in. Is uh, Damien, Damien's gonna uh, say, uh, is, isn't this, uh, I feel like there's something illegal going on here. Um, I, have, I'm not I sure have an agreement. The, I'm not sure if it's the good kind of illegal or not. I have an agreement with the city. I keep doing, I keep doing work for them and they don't prosecute me for necromancy. Okay, so we just have a finger here. We don't want you to animate it or anything. We just oh. need to see who it belongs to. Are you? Are you? Uh, what, what? Who sent you here? Oh, um. Uh, Please hmm. come in. Come in. Come in. We're the cover of night. Ah. We are uh, investigating. Oh wait, are you going in? Yeah, we're going in. Yeah, <laughs> you Sorry. go in. Uh, and and she she gestures toward a few uh, a few of the chairs. Um, the chairs are like couch 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 chairs that are. Very sunken and worn and <laughs> very faded. The whole room is lit just by like these very dim candles. I think most people are going to remain. Uh, so um, Lenore and Uni are going to remain standing. Um, Siren is going to go perch in a chair and Damien's going to lean awkwardly on the arm of one. <laughs> Notably, nobody's really sitting. Siren yeah. has her feet up like sort of and she's sitting on those. When uh, you when you lean against it, you can feel the frame sort of creaking mm, against you uh, uh, as it warps. No, don't like that. No, don't yeah. like that. So, so you have some work for me, yes? Yes, we're the cover of night. We are here to get some answers regarding a piece of a uh, murder victim that we found. Ah, ah, did Cressida send you? Yes. Oh, good old Cress. Uh, always looking out for me, always plenty of work for me. <sighs> She's a good kid. Ah, right. We have well, a lot of respect for her. Well, let me see, let me see what you have. Ah. And, and, uh, this, this elf woman, uh, 
who has sort of like grayish skin, uh, white hair. Uh, it's not common for elves to look extremely old, but she looks worn. Oh boy. <laughs> like uh, her eyes are a little sunken. They're going like a little bit cataracty. Oh my goodness. Uh, and and she's, she pulls out like a, a set of spectacles and she just puts them on. Please, please, please. Let me see. What do you have here? Yeah. Um, ah. So, uh, Siren, do you do you have the finger? Oh, yes. Um, Siren reaches into one of the many uh, pockets on her uh, on her her clothing and pulls out the finger. It's been she she wrapped it up in a handkerchief. Uh, yes. It's starting to smell a little bit. I'm I'm guessing. Well, and I suppose you're going to want a full. Little dossier on this one, yes? Um, what does that entail? Well, uh, I cast a spell. It's called Blood Biography. Yes, we heard about that one. Yes, that's probably why Cressida sent you this way. Mm -hmm. Yes? Mm -hmm. Or whoever among the guards sent you here. Yeah. Um, I cast that. I'll give you a little bit of a write-up on what uh, the owner of this finger had going on in life. And... Uh, I can... Anything else you need from me? Um... Um... Let's, let's see if we... Uh... Have any questions... Or if we have any other things... After we get the... Blood biography down on the finger. Uh... Now tell me, are you going to be paying today? Or are you going to be putting this on the... Uh... On the guard account? Uh... There's a guard account? Of course. I'm... I'm... I'm a consultant. Yeah, put it on the guard account. All right. Do you have the necessary paperwork for that? Mm. Was not aware we needed paperwork. Oh, it's Corvosa, honey. You need paperwork for everything. Mm, learning that, yeah. Okay, we'll pay up front. Okay. Um, for just the blood biography, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be... 80 gold pieces. And if you want uh, additional services, it's another it's another 30 gold. Oh, um well, 80 gold is just fine. All um, right. Well, um will we be paying today or do you want us to discuss payment plan options? Uh, we can pay. We have zero down financing options. We can pay today. Just okay. don't worry about it. I don't want to How's your credit? Good question. Uh I mean, I think do do a Lenore looks around. I'm kidding. Everybody. I don't want to deal with the Lenore bank. Lenore looks around at everybody else. <laughs> have any of you ever taken out a loan on anything? Uh, and Damien goes, "Well, I have student loans. I don't know if those count." <laughs> oh, they count, honey. Uh, well, I haven't started paying them back yet. I'm still doing oh, my no. master's thesis. Um, they're 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 all right. The, let's see. We, let's see the. Let's see I'm, the. I'm hoping to vote the for uh, a new. Uh, a new monarch who will in get invest in some debt forgiveness program. <laughs> don't don't hold your breath, dear. I don't think you're ever going to see anything like that. Probably not. Um, so let's see the patient. All right. Uh, <laughs> Siren will hold out the finger. She just takes the finger. She goes, hmm. Hmm. She, she goes over to the desk. She pulls out like a nice long roll of parchment. You watch as uh, she sort of, uh, she sort of like fiddles with her, her glasses, looking at it closely, and you can watch as as this as this like greenish energy sort of courses up her arm, and 
goes into the finger and you watch as sort you can sort of see the like the capillaries swelling. She presses the bloody end of the finger to the paper. Oh. And you watch as it's it's really a form that has like all these spots for information. It has like <laughs> name, uh gender, uh employment, species, uh method of death. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. This is a lot. And and you watch as as from where from where uh she presses the finger to it the, the this like this like stain of blood starts to spread across the paper and as it hits these boxes it sort of resolves into lettering wow that's gross and then basically the stain keeps spreading from there and as it passes by an area where the lettering has resolved it sort of dries back out and goes back to this um, just parchment with red lettering on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, this goes on for, I believe, about a minute. Wow, that's gross. Yeah, one minute. Um, it's cool, but it's gross. Damien sort of pats Siren on the on the shoulder and um, in a way that he thinks is reassuring, but is extremely obvious he's trying hard not to throw up. Lenore, Lenore and Yunia are unfazed. <laughs> Yunia, however, is... Giving Harold the stink eye. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, don't mind him. Um, so you get the answers to these questions. Oh boy. The first question is sort of a, it's sort of uh, blocked off into a, uh, into a box that says, who are you? And it just says name. And the name that you get is uh, Lamenia Salas. Uh... Um, the next block is what are you? You get a female human dock, uh, docking enforcer. Ah. How was your bloodshed? Uh, I was knocked unconscious while patrolling the docks and regained consciousness just long enough to realize that I was being shoved into the Jigari River, uh, where I drowned. And the last box just has, uh, when was your bloodshed? This happened the day after the, uh, the day after the king died, seven in the morning. And Erica having handed off this paper to you, goes, well, um, what is this in relation to? So, um, interesting thing. There, there was a group of people who were cutting up livestock and also Mm. human bodies to feed to people after the king died. Well, that's quite something, isn't it? We're interested mostly in determining why the human bodies, why the stockpiling, and mm. who whose idea this was overall. Hmm. Interesting. Would you happen to know anything about that? About what? This thing that you're saying interesting about. Oh, no, I just think it's interesting. Hmm. Sense motive. Uh, somebody has a right. Listen, if you're trying to imply that, that you think I eat people or something, please don't. No, goodness, no. Uh, is gonna sense motive. Oh, natural one. Uh, is <laughs> too distracted. She's, she's pretty creepy. You're not, you're not getting any, any overt vibes of anything other than just general creep. Okay, we're gonna have, we're gonna have, uh, Siren try. And that's no better. <laughs> that's a six. Um, those are the two people with ranks and sense motive. Oh no, Lenore also has a rank and sense motive. Come on, Lenore. 
<laughs> Another natural one. You're going in dice jail. Uh, and what the hey, let's just have... Oh, Damien also has a rank. Everybody has ranks in Civ Motive now. That's great. Unfortunately, uh, the best I've got is a 16 for, for Damien. Nobody else helps. <laughs> No, you yeah. you kind of just get hard that. Hard to read, creepy. Yeah, she's hard to read. Um, yeah. she's kind of uh, odd. Yeah, I just had to put my favorite D twenty in dice jail. Give me a moment. <sighs> okay. Uh, all of the things that you're sort of experiencing s- sort of lend to this air of someone who has been living in this place far longer than anyone would have expected. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Damien's gonna uh, sort of lean lean in a little bit. Do uh, like so. I I get the impression that you've been here a long time. You know, um, long enough to see uh, various noble families rise and fall, things like that. Oh God, yes. Do you know anything about the um, the Arcona family? Arcona family. They roll knowledge nobility real quick. So I've been here for 68 years, but I haven't paid a lot of attention to that kind of thing. Uh, she just she just sort of goes, ah, yes, Arcona family. They've they've been here a long time. I haven't been in Corvosa as long as them, actually. But um, I, I do remember there was a, there was a lot of business with them setting up a, uh, a trade route to Vudra. Made them a lot of money. Uh, they're uh, they're an old family. Uh, Do you happen to know what they were trading? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so the uh, the family goes back uh, all the way uh, to the forty fifth century. They've been in Corvosa for pretty much the entire time. They took out a the family had fallen on hard times, so they took out a loan from the city to finance an expedition. The expedition made them a lot of money, and ever since they've held a prominent position in Corvosan society. Uh, the lord of the house is Lord Gloria Arcona. He's he's known as an ostentatious and cruel man, but he he has a penchant for wanting to uplift the people of old Corvosa. Tries very hard to uplift the poor and provide them with enough sustenance to survive. And to that end, he's leveled several buildings that the family owns, including a tavern and a brothel, to make room for massive low-rent tenement apartments. These actions have made Glorio uh, the most popular nobleman among the city's many poor and destitute uh, and has caused no end of anxiousness and worry from his family members. Sorry, I was just reading that from this copy of the Guide to Corvosa that I have laying around here. So you think that something like providing meat to people after the um, normal channels for importing goods into the city closed down would be something that he would be interested in doing? Oh, most certainly. If it was something that could win him a little bit of uh, points with the uh, the working class, he would absolutely do something like that. But human meat, no, gods, no. He wants he wants to improve his reputation, not sour it. All right, all right. Do you know anything about his daughter Malia? Malia, um, can't say that I do. All right. Uh, do you do you, um? Sorry for. You know, just like grilling you with lots of questions here. I just I feel like you're probably one of the only people who's actually witnessed a lot of the stuff that's happened in oh, Corosa. I witnessed a lot of things here. Um, so do you happen to know what 
they would have used when they took out the loan from the city, what they would have used as collateral or what the what the manner of that agreement was. Oh, it was probably their very name. If uh, if they hadn't delivered on that loan, the Arcona family would have been lost. Do you know if the Bank of Abadar would have records on that? That's a good question. Um, I, I suppose that they would. Uh, if the records are still in good enough condition to read, uh, that's another matter. This was nearly 300 years ago. I would have just been a little girl. Oh, wow. Um, Congratulations on your long and healthy life. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, it's it's like they say, uh, constant prayer and red wine. (laughs) Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. She gestures toward a toward a like little plaque on the wall. It's it's just says laugh, <laughs> and, and and there's sort of there's sort of like bare spots on the wall where where you imagine other letters would have been. <laughs> unlive, unlaugh, unlove. No, no, no. That part of my life is long long past. Do you know what the uh, Arcona family were trading out of Udra? Oh, I assume the usual spices. Um, uh, exotic goods, mm. things that uh, things that might. Might uh, make Chalaxians uh, swoon. Ah, rich people. You know, that sort yeah. of thing. All right. Well, is there anything else you can do with this finger that'll give us any information? Or is this kind of tap it? Get it? It's a finger. Um, tap it. I, I think that's about all I can do. I can check if it has any psychic significance. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, oh, wait. Are, are you not familiar with object reading? Uh, Wait, they sent you to me and they didn't tell you about object reading? They didn't really tell us much of anything. They're pretty overworked there right now. I imagine they've got their hands full. Now, I've told them that I would be happy to go back to some of my old practices if uh, they wanted me to. We will I be could more really than bolster happy the guard with... if they'd l- just let me get into the gray district. We will be more than happy with the, ser- with the services you are currently offering. We are not interested in reanimating the dead. Look, neither am I. Again, again, only going to do it if the city guard says that they want me to do it. Um, I had to give up the stuff. So what do you have to do to figure out if this has psychic significance? Uh, well, uh, basically... What does psychic significance mean? Uh, basically, once per day, uh, I can concentrate for one minute while in physical contact with an item or location, uh, during which I receive flashes of insight uh, regarding the subject's nature or ownership. I don't know if it, it's probably not going to work on a finger, but if you have anything else from the place. Oh, uh, yes. After, after one minute, I attempt a, uh, a, an appraise check to decipher the visions. We do have something else. And uh, Siren, from yet another of her many pockets, takes out the key dagger Mm. that says uh, for an inspiration of a father on it. What can you tell us about this? She she takes the key and she you you would you would uh, recognize that upon seeing the key her face goes a little dark. She goes oh this this has quite an aura about it. Um, let me take a look at We're it. We're looking for the person who made it or had it dedicated. Yes. And she sort of turns the key over in her hands. You see the, the glasses, uh, like the lenses of the glasses that she has just sort of uh, flash for a moment. And she's sort of muttering to herself. 
Now, usually, these sorts of psychic impressions would diminish, but, uh, I can tell you that the, uh... Oof. I can tell you that the man that used this dagger last was a cruel and sadistic man. He delighted in its use, though. It was special to him. I... As stabbing blood, coating the coating the blade. She sort of looks up. Were you close to someone who you found near this dagger? The person She who, looks at Lenore. The person who owned this dagger. Um he killed my husband. I I feel it. We're looking for his son. Son. Well, it's... I must warn you, uh... I... I can sense the change of ownership, but I... The feelings of glee in the use of the dagger are... Much more powerful than the echoes of whatever was left by the sun. It seems that, um... Whoever got this dagger... They were very happy to receive it. They didn't receive much from the person that gave it to them. It was special to them. So this is, uh, for an inspiration of a father, is probably meant sincerely and not sarcastically. That's difficult to tell. The importance to the last owner is definitely clear. But again, I can't really make anything of the person before. All right. Maybe. Maybe. It could have been sincere. It could have been a, some sort of cruel joke. Hard but, to tell. But you know that the person who used this dagger was proud of the person who gave it to him. There's a fondness, yes. Pride. Hard to say. I can tell, I, what I can defini- definitively tell you, if this is part of an ongoing investigation, one of the reasons that Cress usually sends people to me, this was a murder weapon. Can you tell if it killed anyone else besides the person I was oh, close this, to? This dagger has killed many people. This dagger has seen much delight in bloodshed. And I suppose not all of it was from its last owner. I'll tell you this. You found quite something here. This is as objects go. One with quite a fraught history. Alright. Um, is there anything else you can get from it? Oh, let me, let me, let me. So I don't require a skill check to get information about the last person to use it. But I get more if I can succeed. Mm. So I'm going to roll an appraise check real quick. Mm. Oh, sweet lord. <laughs> what did you roll? <laughs> the DC is 15. <laughs> I rolled a 29. Yeah. Let me pull up Ga- Gadrin Lamb's sheet real quick. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. What's up? I should have uh, had her look at the silver dagger that was gifted uh, to um, uh, from... Uh, or that was going to be a gift, or was gifted from Malia Arcona. You guys still have that, though, yeah? Yeah, we do. Uh, but yeah, she can only can, do this once a day. She can only do the 
Okay. Do you want her to do the the higher level of praise on that, or do you want her to do it on? The... We'll do we'll do the higher level of praise. Like I think that the the impressions from the silver dagger are going to be a lot okay. less uh, clear. So we'll use okay. the higher level spell on that. I think. Um. Yeah, because she can do she can do a basic object reading as many times as she wants. Mm, okay. Um. I love all this evidence gathering. I'm just like. <gasps> Eating up all the information. Nom, nom, yeah. nom, 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 she can nom. she can do object reading at will, but to do the psychometry, ah. uh, which reads the psychic impressions left on objects, mm. uh, that she can only do once a day because okay. that's that's sort of the skill unlock. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, okay. that's fine. So uh, you would like her to do that? Uh, yeah. Uh, another dagger. You are you a collector? Of sorts. Well, let me take a look at this one. You all do get around, don't you? From its previous owner, I'm getting, uh, love. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, uh... Wow, seriously? Did I just roll another 29? <laughs> um, You've gotten all of the good rolls. <laughs> I'm staring forlornly at my favorite d20 in the dice jail. How it has betrayed me. All right. So she turns the dagger over a few times. And then quickly moves over to her desk, shoves the dagger into a drawer, slams it shut, and goes, meet me in the other room, please. Uh, okay. <laughs> we, we all, we all go, we all go <laughs> away from the dagger. Um, what, what, what's going on? What's wrong with the dagger? Why'd you put it away like that? This thing is watching it? you. What? It's watching you. What? Damien, shh. I'm not sure exactly how, but it can see, it can hear you. Okay, but I, but I, I did, I did an identify on that thing, and I found that the enchantment on it just keeps it shiny. There's more to this thing. I, I, I assume your normal magic probably wouldn't reveal it, but it has a strong connection to someone. Siren, what did you say? Ophelia told you about this thing. Um, so Ophelia told me that it was a gift from Malia Arcona to Varric Van Kaskerken, the man who was in charge of all the world's meat. So it seems that you've inherited some sort of spy. She was spying on her boyfriend? Perhaps not so much her boyfriend as someone she had twisted around her finger. Mm. No, this is... This is the work of a spellcaster who wanted something done. Now, we know that Varric was kept up in that room, presumably with that dagger, all the time to keep secret from him the stuff that the Cowhammer boys were doing downstairs to people. I'm afraid that I didn't get anything about what the Cowhammer boys were doing. Now, now what, what I was thinking, does this thing exercise control over somebody? No, 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 nothing of the sort. It's just an observer. Okay. Now, whether there was any other control exerted over him, I, I haven't seen him, so I don't know. I, the other, the feelings that I get from it are infatuation. Infatuation on the part of him? From its previous owner, I suppose that's him. Mm-hmm. 
this dagger was important to him. It was a token of her love. Yeah. And he... He returned that love. <sighs> I suppose it would seem he felt that love. <sighs> Whether it was mutual or just a bit of noble politics, hard to say. It does seem that our boy may have been swept up in something far beyond his or your comprehension. So if we were looking to, say, pin the actions of all the world's meat on somebody who wasn't Varric, or at least get him a stay of execution, I suppose, would this be sufficient? I think this at least proves that he was not in charge. He was not a mastermind behind mm. some sort of conspiracy. I sense no hostilities and... Trust me, I'm familiar with the sort of things that would motivate the kind of depravity that would be required of the rest of the goings-on there. I sense none of that from him. Okay. The man, the man that owned this dagger is guilty of... Trusting too deeply. Trusting too deeply. Um, being too idealistic and a little naive. Okay. But I sense no murderous intent. Well, we'll take that. Um, I can put that in writing if you want it. Yeah, that'd be great. For what value my readings have. They are admissible in court if you need that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we, uh, Unia speaks up from the back where they are sort of standing in the... Uh, they're standing in the doorway uh, looking back at Harold. Uh, <laughs> we had... One further question. We have heard from the medical examiner who looked at King Eardred that he died of an advanced form of leprosy. Mm, yes, I've heard this. I am not... I do not have a large range of experience as a healer, but I do have basic knowledge of transmissible disease. Do you do you know of any way in which a king could have contracted such a disease and had it pass for so long without being cured and without anyone else in court becoming sick? Uh, it's... I'll be honest with you, it is hard to say. It is a terrible disease. Leprosy. The symptoms are usually quite apparent. Yes. It's not really one of the... It's not really the sort of disease that just randomly appears. I have been doing my own investigation. He has, obviously, many resources at his disposal. If he was sick, he could have called for a cleric. I have gone to some lengths in my own interest on behalf of the guard and myself out of curiosity... There were clerics called to the chambers, but apparently none of them could cure him. What sort of disease can a cleric not cure? A powerful one. It could just be particularly virulent. The pallid princess has worked in many ways. Uh, you mean Ergothoa? Of course. It's possible that she had a hand in its design. 
It's possible that someone wants us to think she did. Mm. It's possible this just happened. Maybe it's the curse. Is this how curses usually work around here? The curse of the Crimson Throne is a fickle mistress. None are quite sure exactly how it works. Many have examined the throne itself and no explanation has yet come for why none why none can live to ripe old age. So I, I guess they've tried casting Remove Curse on the Crimson Throne then? Oh, I'm sure all manner of things have been done to the throne. I'm not privy to that sort of information, but um, perhaps this is yet another manifestation of the curse. Or perhaps it is something more sinister. But this was no common cold. Did, did he die quickly, or did he get sick slowly? And well, he suffered for a long time. But do, do you think that the Arcona family might have heard from people inside the castle when King Eodred was reaching the Arconas? are a very well-connected family. And I will tell you now, as a diviner myself, it's not difficult to find out if someone is on the verge of death. Especially if they're lingering at its threshold for a long time. There are many ways they could have known. All right. Whether they were acting to further this goal or merely being opportunists, I suppose that is the question. Further question, have you had an opportunity to look at the body yourself? No, there's been, um, I've certainly put in requests. I have an interest in this, uh, fast-acting leprosy. I am aware... An academic interest, of course. Yes. I am aware that clerics more powerful than myself can cast spells to speak with... The bodies of those who have died. Yes. Do you know if anything like that has taken place? Not as far as I'm aware. From what I've heard, access has been very restricted. I put in a request to, you know, ply my craft. But, um, unfortunately, I never made it past Cress's desk. Hmm. Well, not, not for lack of trying. I put it in with her. She made a request to the castle. The castle rebuked her. So the the castle is hiding it? The castle is restricting access. That's understandable, I suppose. Is it? The workings of the nobles are perhaps left best hidden in times that would otherwise inspire even greater panic. Ah, she sort of looks at you. Spoken like a true Eridanite. You must feel so comfortable letting things lie. Oh, the nobles will figure everything out, won't they? I'm not sure how I am meant to respond to such obvious derision. Respond how you like. I... For one, want to know what's going on. Something's clearly being hidden. 
but it's difficult to say by who. Yeah, I gotta agree on that one. Sorry, Unia. This all seems really bad. For the matter now, um, your man is not guilty of murder. At least, not so far as I can tell. Would you like your dagger back? Or shall I dispose of it? That's a that's a good question. Is there a way that we can, like, take this back with us, maybe for somebody to look at in a way that it won't be, like, spying on us the whole way? <gasps> I have just the thing. I have a lead-lined box. That... Put it in the box, and it won't be able to see anything. That's perfect. Do you want the box back? Just leave it, leave it with the guards once you're done with it. Has there been anything, like, untoward in the box? What do you, would you define as untoward? I mean, should we, like, be scrubbing it out I've had right it now? cleaned. She, she reaches, she, she goes into this, uh, this, there's like a closet with a door that's, it's more sitting on the ground than <laughs> held up on its hinges <laughs> that she sort of lifts up and roughly swings out. Did Harold clean it? Harold, did you clean the box? <laughs> Zombie just sort of sways on the spot. <laughs> no, I don't think I had him clean it. It's a, uh, it's a little bit. Siren. Let me see. I think I cleaned this. Ten years ago? <laughs> Siren leans into Yunia and goes, He probably licked it clean with his tongue. <laughs> Yunia, Yunia visibly shudders. <laughs> oh, don't mind him. He was my first husband. What Human. Did, what did you do to your other husbands? <sighs> they didn't, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. They didn't want to stay with me. <laughs> they said it was strange seeing Harold around all the time. <laughs> He liked to watch while we made love. I told it, I told them that I could command him to look the other way. <laughs> but they said they wanted him out of the room. He's like a cat in that way, you know. Just comes into the room, stares. <laughs> Harold, go back to your room. You watch you watch as the zombie just like turns around, shuffles into a closet. <laughs> And then re then turns around, looking str like directly out of the closet, grabs the door, and <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> she 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 gets this box that's sort of a oak oak box, um, roughly the size of something that you might expect a small weapon like a dagger to be held in. Hmm. Um, it's got. It's got a velvet-lined interior, but it's like hundred-year-old velvet. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort it's of a little bit. Uh, yeah. The moths have been into it. Uh, <laughs> probably some other things have been into it. Damien looks at it. Bugs getting around. Damien looks at it, goes, and sort of reflexively prestidigitates sort of a little bit. Yeah, she she like goes and blows on it, and you see this like like shroud of dust. Nope. Nope, nope, no, maybe like it was maybe it was twelve years ago. Don't like that. Nope. Uh, Damien's just prestidigitating in front of his face. <laughs> yep, and uh, and and the, and the dust is just sort of like evaporating into nothingness in front of Damien. Roll, roll to not sneeze. Damien does not sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, she goes. You can put it in this. Uh, 
All right. Um, yeah. Uh, do, do we want to cover it with something so it doesn't see us putting it in the box? I don't want it to, like, come and seek revenge on us. Never mind. It probably knows already. Let's just do this. <laughs> Siren, Siren quickly picks up the dagger and quickly puts it in the box. Uh, well, actually... Uh, oh! <laughs> Give me a moment. Oh! Uh, you oh, open the drawer, and I'd like you to roll for initiative. What? Yes. What? As you o- as you open the drawer. I'm sorry. This is delightful. I didn't think I was going to get attacked by a dagger. <laughs> you open the drawer, and what greets you is the form of the dagger being shed. Like a skin. Oh, gross. And what you find beneath is this, like, serpent-like creature. Oh, no. Yes. What what at first appears to be a bejeweled dagger shimmers and writhes, transforming into a hideous red-eyed serpent. And essentially, you watch as the dagger form peels back, and this serpent lashes out at you, actually. Thanks, I hate it. Uh, flat-footed AC for Ophelia is uh, Let me see if I 15. Have... And it's going to take a surprise round to yep. flat-footed hop AC. out of, well, to hop out of the desk. Oh. And it's going to go for a window. Oh! Um, you are still flat-footed and therefore can't make an attack of opportunity yet. It's going to go this way. Boop, 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 boop. It's making for a window that's like in this room. There's there's a window in the back of the sort of medical examining room that's in the that uh that Erica took you into to avoid it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, <clears throat> Unia. Unia. All right, they are going to uh, attack. Um, this is what size is this thing? It is tiny. Okay, we're not gonna power attack, but we are gonna channel smite. Um. Unia is going to swing their falcata. And, oh, uh, and probably hit, uh, 24? Uh, yeah, 24 it'll hit. All right. Oh, let me describe how it's moving. Like, basically, it, it wriggles out of the door and sort of, like, slides up along the edge of the desk, along the wall, down <gasps> across the floor, and it's uh, it's essentially trying to go just right by Unia. It's a slippery little baby. It's a slippery little baby. All right, so we're going to roll 1d8 plus 1, and we're going to roll 2d6. Oh, uh, DC 12 will save on the uh, on the channel tonight. Will save? Yep. Okay. So that does... Oh, nine points of damage on the Falcata damage. And then we're going to roll the channel smite damage. Uh, four points of damage, so two. So 11 points of damage. And this is, uh, how are you attacking it? Um, so Unia, so the, the snake is just slithering along the floor. Unia is going to hack down at it with their Falcata um, and, you know, try to chop its head off. You notice uh, as you... As you swing down at it, your slash is is somehow like it's it's sort of skates off the edge of it, like almost as if it were parrying you. Um, <laughs> what the frick? <laughs> uh-huh. um, and it's going to continue on. And I will see if I can take an attack. Uh, let me check its acrobatics real quick. 
Uh, it's going to try an acrobatics to avoid an attack of opportunity, and I think it will be not good. Uh, I rolled a total of 17. That'll do it. Uh, oh. CMD is 13. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go for this window. It's going to climb up, and it's going to wriggle out. Well, and we're out of combat. <laughs> And we're out of combat. No, no, I want to chase it. Actually, no. Before before going, it would also bite you. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you like a little. Um. Ooh, that's not great. Uh, Twelve to hit. That misses. Damn. Uh, so it tries to bite you, uh, and it fails, and then it just slithers out the door or out the window. Uh. Okay. Try to chase it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, after running for probably a round... Chase the little snakey do. Um, you get around to the back alley that it wriggled into. And you don't see anything. Because it's dark? <laughs> no, it's, it's daylight. <laughs> Alright, perception! Um, also, does Erica sense it? Also, can I detect magic? <laughs> um, yeah, you can detect magic. All right, Damien's going to detect magic. Everybody else is going to roll perception checks. Uh, well, I guess Damien also rolls a perception check, given that he's doing the tech magic. Where's my d20? Oh, Damien, sweetheart, honey, Damien. He got a natural one. So uh, other people rolling perception. Uh, Unia. Nine. Lenore. Erica's going to stay inside. She's like, I'm Nine. not chasing it. Gosh, this is this is disappointing. Um, <laughs> Ophelia perception. Ugh, thirteen. What's your highest perception Thir aided by? Thirteen. Oh, with aid? It's bad. I rolled oh, bad. Boy. Yeah, you don't see anything here. What does detect magic give me? Uh, there's magic in a sixty-foot cone in front of you. Uh, Damien is going to focus. There's one aura. Continue focusing. Uh, actually, as you as you get, there's one aura. A trash can lid, just randomly, <laughs> jumps up and, and starts to crawl away. <laughs> All right, let's attack. It's, it's running. Let's attack the trash can lid. Oh, you got a range attack? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Damien, Damien is going to attack the trash can lid. Um, um. Well, it's not a trash can lid anymore. Now it's a little serpent. He's gonna attack the little serpent. You know, it's like one of those, one of those like, like uh, trash can lids that has like concentric circles. Uh -huh. You know, uh -huh. and you watch as, as it just unwinds. <laughs> um, he's gonna pull out uh, um, his his throwing cards, uh, and uh, actually, can he pull out Zolara's hero deck? He's gonna pull out Solara's hero deck um, and go, uh, sorry about this. Uh, I know you can bring the cards back. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, he's going to swift action um, uh, plus one. Do you need an arcane strike as well? Um, I, it's he already, as long as I have one point in my arcane pool, I count as having arcane strike. Oh, that's um, neat. And I'm going to um, range spell strike uh, by putting shocking grasp on. Oh, do you want to make a knowledge check about this thing? Actually, yes. <laughs> knowledge planes. Oh, 
that's better. 22. 22. Yeah, you'll get this. Um, what you are looking at is a Rakdavarna Rakshasa. Oh! It is made up of smoke, blood, and gold. Rakdavarnas are the least of the Rakshasas. They are born not from humanoids, but the souls of Rakshasas who fail utterly in their previous incarnation and are thus reborn from a serpent's egg. These terrors drift through society, passing from hand to hand as weapons or strange tokens from foreign lands. Curiosities brought home by traders and emissaries and given to leaders as tribute. In this manner, the Rakdavarnas gain entry into corridors of power throughout the world, and what they see, their foul masters know. A Rakdavarna's servitude to its master ends only when its master decrees, or, more commonly, upon the master's death. The little disconcerts Rakdavarna's more than having no master, and when they are cast adrift in such a matter, they seek replacement as soon as they can. Foreign lands? Um, how many, how many facts do I get? Um, let's see. What did you get? I got a 22. So you get one for getting it, and then two bonus. Okay. Uh, I want one of my facts, because this is relevant to the investigation. Are these things found in Vudra? Yes. Mm. Um, actually, moreover, Rakshasas at large, commonly, commonly, uh, active in Vudra. All right. Well, I think we have an idea of how that got here via the Arcona family. All right. Um... All right. Uh, then other other things. Um, does it have any uh, resistances or it immunities? Damage reduction five bypassed by good or piercing. Okay. And it also has spell resistance. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we'll be rolling that uh, that caster level check. Um, um. For the uh, shock and grasp, provided and, I hit. And you get one more fact. I get one more fact. Um, what does its bite attack do? It uh, uh, it is a bite attack. It does poison. All right. Good to it's know. Like a little snack. Yeah, like a little snack. All right. Like a little snack. Hmm. I wish I wish it weren't so evil because it's pretty cute. Um. All right, so Damien is going to try to chuck uh, a uh, an enchanted throwing card charged up with Shocking Grasp at the Rock Tavarna. I'm not turning on Deadly Aim because this thing is hard to hit anyway. Oh, that's that's good. Uh, 22. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. All righty. Uh, so that does... Uh, oh, I need to roll a caster level check on the Shocking Grasp. Uh, let me roll. Oh, uh, that is a, an 18 on the caster level check. That will do it. All right, 2d6. Four points of damage for the Shocking Grasp. Okay. And then so how much for the other stuff? Four. Uh, four points of piercing damage. Uh Oh, oh, um, also, uh, sorry, maybe this is relevant. Um, what hero card did I draw from the deck? <gasps> Good question. This is a new, this is a level three feature, uh, for, uh, uh, the cardcaster Magus archetype. The Empty Throne. <laughs> Damien, Damien pulls out the card and goes, eh, fitting. Uh, <laughs> charges it with, uh, um, Okay, so uh, because this is a lawful good card, 
Uh, it would have given me a, it matches one axis of uh, Damien's alignment, which is chaotic good, which means that the card's critical threat range increases to 19 to 20. Uh, it doesn't matter because I rolled a 15 on die, but in the okay. future it might be relevant. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Damien charges it with shocking grasp and chucks it at the. Um, uh, I do eight points of damage to the little the little snack. All right, yeah. Uh, oh, that was up to Damien. Um, Ophelia. All right. Uh, Ophelia has 30 feet of movement. Correct. Just checking. Yes. Uh, so can I get up to? I can. Ophelia is going to run up to the Rock Tavarna and uh, not having anybody to flank with, unfortunately, uh, is just going to uh, try to uh, try to try to stab at it uh, with her dueling sword. Right. Um, does a ten hit? Hmm. Uh, new. No. All right, she misses. <laughs> Erica is back in her home. She's not coming out. Uh, Unia. <laughs> uh, Unia. They can't get there in time. No. Uh, you th- charge. Uh, I I could. I just. Uh, You're forty feet away. Yeah. Yeah, you could charge. I charge. Unia charges at the rock to Varna, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna go for another channel smite. Um, oh boy. And we're gonna see what their attack is. I've not been using power attack because this thing is small. Uh, so, oh, that's not good. Um, does a does a twelve hit? A twelve? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, okay, that's a wasted channel smite. Um, oh no, wait. Uh, I get a bonus for uh for charging. Is that a plus? No, that's a fourteen. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, fourteen's not gonna do it. Um, so, so you charge at this thing and slip on a banana peel, probably. <laughs> oh, great thing. I I knew you shouldn't have trusted him. Kester was right all along. Um, all right, for its turn, it's going to try to bite again. It's gonna bite at. Let's go with Ophelia this time. Ah. Oh oh boy. Uh, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, Did it crit? No, it fumbled. So it, it wildly misses you. Um, let's let's roll to confirm that fumble. Nineteen. Okay. Um, no, it doesn't confirm a fumble. And it's going to try to move. Uh, acrobatics to avoid an attack of opportunity. Ophelia's uh, CMD is fifteen. Hey. It avoids an attack of opportunity. It does. As it runs away, uh, I'm just gonna go. It goes 20 feet away. Yep, it's 20 feet away from you now. A lot of a lot of chasing things. Mm-hmm. We chase those. We chase those rogues. We're chasing this little this little serpent. This the, we're gonna kill it. We're gonna oh, it goes around a corner too. No. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um. Lenore. Um. So would Lenore be able to charge to? Uh, can you charge? How how far can you charge? Twice your movement speed. Twice your movement speed. So I could charge sixty feet. Uh huh. Over to um. To the corner. To where the it corner came where it t- where it went around. But then because I'm not thrusting in the same direction, does it? Can I not I charge? I believe you can still attack in a different direction. Okay. 
Okay. Yes. So Lenore is going to run up uh, to 10 feet. Lenore's going to rage uh, and run up to 10 feet around or 10 feet uh, in front of the corner where the Rock Devarna uh, went around. Um, and now that she is raging, she is going to. This thing does slashing damage. Oh no. Oh, well, I'll, I'll power attack. Uh, and we'll see if Lenore can hit something. Oh! What'd you get? Rolling to confirm on a natural 20. Oh boy. Uh, probably doesn't confirm. 10. Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, uh. So with a mighty swing around the side. A mighty swing! Lenore does 1d10 plus 9 damage. Um, Lenore does 11 points of damage reduced. Um. That, that's with the reduction? No, 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 no. Sorry. Um. Oh, reduced. Six points of damage. Okay. A slicey do. Um, and actually, the corner that it's now rounding would be going out onto a street, and you would see a few people out there, like <laughs> looking at this snake thing, going like, "What? Lenore's, what the hell is that thing?" Lenore's gonna go, stop this thing and get the guards. Damien. Damien uh, is like, "Oh dear, everybody is very far away from me now." Um, he's gonna try to move. Uh, is there a place he can get in 30 feet that allows him to see around the corner? <laughs> um, no, I don't think there is. No, I hate it. Nope. Yeah, All it's right. gonna have cover Damien, for me no matter where you go. Uh, how much cover? Uh, I believe, uh, partial cover. Okay, uh, Damien is going to use his Wand of Magic Missile, uh, to cast a magic missile. Oh boy. At the Rock Devarna. I believe that you'll knock it unconscious no matter what. And he does three points of damage. It's unconscious. You watch as it sort of, uh, it, it goes, it, it, it falls to the ground. And it's just this serpent, like, laying there with red eyes. I helped! Uh, like, ugh, tongue lolling out. Um. Okay. Ophelia, uh, who, uh, <laughs> Ophelia will charge over to the Rock Devarna. Uh, and attempt to cross it. Oh boy. Uh, let's chop off its head. You don't want to take it in for questioning? <laughs> we would take it in for questioning and they would lose it. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so automatically crits, roll double damage. Uh, so that's, uh, sorry. I Damn. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so bummed that you found this thing. Ah. <laughs> uh. It was going to spy on you for so long. I even had a note section for things that it knew about you. Uh, so, uh, Ophelia Ooh, does nine points of damage. If you crit on something that the damage you do is 1d8 minus one because you have noodle arms. I is wouldn't the crit do that. 2D8, that seems mean. Is the crit 2d8 minus two? No, I would say it's minus one. Okay. Uh, so I rolled a five and a six. So I don't know uh, what the official rule is, but ten, if a crit took away damage, I would be like, fuck that. Ten points of damage uh, on the coup de grace. All right. And yeah. Uh, and fortitude save. Yep. Natural uh, 20 on that. Well, it's it's down to negative 10 hit points now. Um, Unia. It's sort of laying there. Unia. Bleeding out. We'll also come over. I believe they can get there. I think between between you guys, you're yeah, able to we, kill Yeah, we it. just... Uh, Unia, Unia comes over and chops its head off. Yep. <laughs> just like they wanted to do. Okay. And with that, we're out of initiative. Wow. So this thing... Okay. 
Okay. So I'm glad I'm glad we got the written statement from Erica because now we don't have any evidence. I mean, actually, we have a corpse. Yeah. A tiny little Ooh. rock on our rock, rock actually, shasa corpse. Hold on. I got to look something up real quick. Oh, yeah. Does it stay a corpse or does something happen to it? Yeah, I got to look at that. I don't know how it works with outsiders. Yeah, actually, upon killing it, the body would dissolve. No! Yeah. It's okay. <clears throat> into nothingness. Dang it. No snaky corpse. Well... Cressida can trust us. We wouldn't lie to Cress. I mean, Field Marshal Croft, who we have great respect for and do not use personal names such as Cress. <laughs> All right. So. But yeah, uh, essentially you, you, you get over here, you kill the thing and its body just dissolves like, like into, into like a, a multicolored mist. That sort of just disappears in the wind. Goodbye, Rock Tavarna. You will be missed. <laughs> okay. And with that, we are we are very much now out of initiative. Hey. Okay. You're on a street. People are sort of like looking at you. They see the mist fade of this Rock Tavarna being destroyed, and they're Lenore, like, Lenore drops out of blood rage. Uh, <laughs> Lenore drops out of blood rage. The uh, garish uh, flickering, flickering colors across her skin are going back to their normal rainbowy radiance. She goes, it's okay, we got it. We got it. Everything's fine. We're going to go talk to the guards right now. Um, Damien will will uh, hop back into uh, Erica's house and just be like, hey, so we got to go talk to the guards. We're going to go talk we're going to go report oh, all the stuff Don't to... forget your report. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, would you like here. me to append anything about the... Uh... We'll we'll just Rakshasa. Um. We'll we'll yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to put it in writing that um, that thing was uh, something. That would be that would be great. It was definitely something. Okay, and so she gives you she gives you both the blood biography scroll, uh, as well as not a scroll of blood biography, but a scroll of information obtained with blood yes. biography. Yes. Um, as well as um a report about. The uh, Rakshasa that was found. Excellent. Head out. Don't be afraid uh, to bring me things as long as they're not going to be watching me. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I may continue to be afraid, but not because uh, of you, because of Harold. Um, <laughs> oh, he doesn't bite. My, uh, because he's missing the lower jaw. <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned that. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Anyway, bye. Uh, Damien waves at Erica and then sort of like half-heartedly waves at Harold. <laughs> <laughs> and then well, turns, Harold's in the closet. So. Oh, and waves at the the closet where Harold is. You're a thud. <laughs> and then turns on his little hoofy feet. And Harold, say goodbye. You just hear. That's no, okay. Bye. <laughs> Damien, Damien uh, runs uh, his little hoofy feet, clopping on little the uh, on the on the cobbles Goodness. as he runs back to the rest of the group. So every once in a while, I must remind people that Damien has the most adorable little hoofy feet. Uh, oh, that's good. Um, so you make it back to uh, Citadel Volshianic. Yes. And after a little bit of a wait, you're able to present this information to Cressida Croft. So, so um, you will note uh, she still looks quite tired. It does not seem that she's getting the amount of sleep that she needs. Careful, you don't want to get sick. Stuff's been going around lately. <laughs> Don't I know it? So what do you have for me? 
Well, we have some news about um, Varric Van Kaskerken and his relationship to Malia Arcona. We have, uh, so, and we also have blood biography done on the stump of the finger we found. Mm. And she, she reads that over. We can at least settle one of our missing persons reports. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and uh, from the information we gathered, um, we have reason to believe that Varric was being manipulated by forces he trusted uh, to engage in less savory behavior than he would otherwise have been interested in yes. participating in. Um, notably, the um, silver dagger that he received from Malia Arcona, his girlfriend, as a gift was actually a Raktavarna Rakshasa that we killed. Oh, uh, uh, who's a what now? Uh, it's whatever Damien said it was. Do you want to explain? Uh, yeah, uh, a Raktavarna Rakshasa is a it's a, a shape-shifting creature from Vudra. It reports to its master the things that it sees. So this dagger was not actually a dagger, but was something that Malia Arcona gave to Varric Van Kaskerkin to spy on him. Hmm. Well. We, yeah. Uh, it's a. It's a lot. Um. It. It also. You know. Tried to bite us and stuff. Um. Uh. We didn't see any evidence that Varric had been harmed by it. He probably just thought it was a dagger. Um. But. We had. Um. Erica, your. Uh, um, yes. Your investigator. Um, yeah. Erica. Yeah. She's. Something. Um, oh, I know, I know. But uh, we had her, we had her check out the uh, the dagger before we knew what it was, um, and we could, she could tell from the reading that she did on it that Varric did not hold any murderous intent. Uh, we have that in writing from her here. Yes. Um, this this is good. I think we have enough to only charge. Varric with desertion. Mm. Now the crown is still going to want some justice done for what was done to the subjects of Corvosa. Yeah, we're still... But I can at least forestall an execution. Yeah. I think that unless we can find someone else, I'm going to have to have the maximum punishment for desertion, which will be uh, 50 lashes publicly in the Citadel mm -hmm. for all the other guards to see. Yeah. And, um... Prison time. Yeah, we're still uh, keeping an eye out on um, what's the the place called again? Siren leans in. It's called the Baylor's Retreat. Um, we are continuing to uh, stake out the area. Uh, to my knowledge, Ophelia is there right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you again. If you do find the Cowhammer Boys, by all means, please feel free to bring them in. I would like them alive if you can, but, um, listen, you guys have done a great thing here. You've, you've saved an innocent man's life. Well, maybe not innocent, but innocent of what he would have yeah. otherwise been convicted of. According to Erica, it seems the thing he was most guilty of in this regard was being overly optimistic. Yeah, he's young. 
I'm sure this will do enough to relieve him of that weakness. Mm. Corvosa does it to everybody. Yeah. You know, I left Karamaga to come here and you know, it's better than Kermaga was, but there's yeah, there's a lot of crap to go around. Yeah, there's plenty of that. Listen, I think we all could use some rest. Mm. <sighs> you could definitely use some rest. Yeah. I need to thank you guys. You've gone above and beyond what I could have expected. If, um... If something else comes up that I think I could use your help with, I will contact you. All right. Um, for, for in the meantime, if you find anything about uh, the Cowhammer boys, please feel free to report it. Mm. I'm going to have as many patrols as I can looking for them. All right. I'll keep an eye out. I will suggest if you think that the Arconas are involved... If anything comes up to that regard, let me know. But I'm going to ask that you don't confront them about this. They're very well-connected people. They have their own guards. They have their own palace. Yeah. I don't have the people to arrest anyone from the Arcona family. Yeah, honestly, from the stuff we've learned about them, it seems like they're kind of... Uh, well-respected around here in spite of all of the reasons that I have not to trust them, so. <sighs> yeah. Frickin' rich now, people. Now, if it seems that they had more to do with the nefarious activities that were going on, please let me know. As far as I'm aware, the Arconas are upstanding members of high society. What that means to you, I don't know, but... To me, it means that if I'm going to go after them, I would need a lot more evidence. Yeah. Uh, I suppose it's kind of like when you're writing a, a paper for a class and you can't just make a claim that's really big and really shocking without having a lot of evidence. Yeah. As we have right now, I, I imagine that uh, it would be easy to say this dagger was given to Varric and therefore... The Arconas were using it to spy, but it could be just as easily that they were given this dagger. And I'm sure their lawyers would pursue that angle. Yeah. Unfortunately... We don't have any proof that this was their work. Yeah, unfortunately, um, all Erica can get from it uh, with regards to the psychic impressions or whatever um, is about the person who had it last. So we can't really get the full history on it without doing some more... Powerful magic, probably. Uh, gosh, I could I could go looking up stuff, but I don't know if I'd be able to do it either. Well, it's unfortunate in that regard. Um, the academy has closed its doors, so uh, their course. resources are unavailable to us. And we don't even have the original dagger. When we killed the Rock Devarna, it disappeared. Hmm. As outsiders tend to do. I'll see if I can find out anything about... Uh, Rockefellers? Rock of Rock of Rockawares? Rock to Varna. Here, I'll write, I'll, write, I'll write it down for you. Rock, rock, rock to Varna. Hold on. Rocky hold Road. On. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I'll get, just let me get out a, a quill and a piece of paper. Rock to Varna. Fraggle Rock? 
I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> Sorry. Raktavarna. Raktavarna. Shasa. Here. Okay, I'll see if I can find out anything about these sort of things. Um, in the meantime, stay safe. Thanks. You too. I think... I think I'm going to get some rest. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. And, you know, in a bed, not at your desk. Don't I have a bed here? Or do you ever leave the Citadel? <laughs> uh, not in a while, no. <sighs> Get that. All right, well. I'll let you know if I have anything else for you. Yeah, I think we're going to go check out the... There's some some stuff on um, the Arconas. We're also gonna uh, we're gonna I think were we gonna look up a loan or something, Damien? Is that what you're talking about? Just uh, be careful. Yeah, uh, I think we'll also they're uh, well connected people. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out on the uh, the Cowhammer boys and maybe prioritize that um, as well as the uh, we got we got an interesting object reading done on the um, the key dagger we found uh, at Gadrens. Hmm. Uh, regarding what the, did you what did you find out with that? Um. Well, it seems like. Oh, wait, did you already report stuff about the key dagger? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We talked. I think we. I think we met. Oh shit! I oh didn't... no! No! No, we didn't. Oh wait, wait. No, we we held on to the key dagger. Um. Um. Oh yeah. By the way, we found this. Uh this key dagger. We didn't want to overload you with a bunch of stuff, so we've been investigating the ties that Gadron Lamb had to the Keylock Killer um, in the meantime the here. The Keylock Killer? Yeah. I mean, what, do you, what are we supposed to think when we find a key you, dagger with... You can connect this to Gadron Lamb? I mean, um, sort of? That uh, says to an inspiration of a father on it, and... Uh, we we saw in your um, in Rolf. your records, yeah, uh. Rolf Lamb. Um, at least Damien was going on about it. Yeah, we're we're thinking that, or at least I was thinking that uh, Rolf Lamb is the Keylock Killer. Um, he's definitely had a, uh, a bunch of behavior on the books that would suggest. Cressida seems to be invigorated by this information. Can I see that? Uh, yeah, sure. She puts on a she puts on some gloves and she like takes it. She goes, "We already had Erica look at it." So you think you can tie Rolf Lamb to the Keylock Killer's killings? I mean, we were we're gonna have to go to the south part of town. We're we're still investigating um, the missing persons report that Edgar Milosove, uh left here um, regarding one of his friends who we think was killed by the Keylock Killer. Um, and then Edgar went to investigate and was delivered into Gator and Lamb's hands. Ah. Uh. So if we can, uh, we we had it verified from um, from Erica that um, Gadrin got this dagger as a gift from somebody he was fond of, uh, and that he was happy to receive it and use it, suggesting that. Um, this uh, for, for an inspiration of a father was meant to refer to Gadron specifically and that this wasn't taken off of like somebody's corpse. If you can connect Rolf Lamb with the Keylock Killer murders, 
you will have my undying gratitude. I've been trying to put that man away for years. Well, we'll definitely put it on the list. But, um, she sort of looks away. He's really dangerous. He was an academy student. Yeah, he got kicked out for making flesh golems out of homeless people and dogs. Allegedly. Mm, Yeah. um. Unfortunately, the records on most of that are in the academy and they're sealed. Mm, And the academy itself is closed. And the academy is sealed. How typical. Well, maybe we can find somebody to help us get academy records. Do you have any friends who... Unfortunately, no. It's quite difficult to make friends with the Academy. Mm. And the Academy. They are very fond of their secrets. And the Academy is notoriously difficult to break into. Damien says, looking directly at Siren. Even experienced mages are completely incapable of breaking in. you, You do not want to try to break into that building. Yeah, they make a contest of it. Siren, this is not... An invitation. They will kill you. They will. Yes, by by Siren, no means. Siren visibly deflates a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Cressida, Cressida, as as you're saying this, just goes. Yes, they hold the contest every year. It's actually coming up soon. Um, if you want to witness what happens there, if they've unlocked <laughs> their doors, it's quite horrifying. I've watched it enough. I've seen very powerful mages go in. To the Hall of Summoning and not come out. And sometimes when they come sometimes, out, sometimes they, wish they, they put had it, up, it. Sometimes they broadcast it uh, through Major Illusion. <laughs> through a combination of Major Illusion and scrying for everyone to see what happens to the people inside. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I went to some of those when I was younger. I'm not, I'm, I'm totally over it now. <laughs> no, thanks. Very well. Well, again, thank you. I'm going to... She sort of, like, gets up from her desk. And she goes over toward a, toward a side room. And she just goes, I'm going to get some sleep. You've helped me put my conscience at ease. Field Marshal Croft. Yes? We have been dealing today with some powers that are dangerous to trifle with. I would recommend that someone guard your door. Don't worry, I have plenty of guards. <laughs> well, not plenty, but <laughs> I have enough. Thank you for your concern. Of course. You're dismissed. And anything else for the remainder of the day? Um, so I mean, I have some other stuff that I want to... Um, it's probably quite late by now. Yeah. Uh, there's There would have been a lot of, like, sitting in waiting rooms and stuff mm, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you would be free to go home at this point. Yeah. Um, okay, so Siren will go back to the Baylor's Retreat. Uh, I think everybody will go with her there. Okay. Um... Just because last time we were there, an Otiug attacked the place. Um, so, you know, uh, just, you know, Siren's It's kind gonna, of on the way, too. Yeah. Siren's going to return there uh, to um, join up with Ophelia, quote unquote. Um, and also just look around to see if we see um, what's their faces. 
uh, let's say 16 for Ophelia. Uh, so that's a total of 21 on perception. Uh, I can have other people roll perception as well if you like. Um, with 21 to perception? Mm-hmm. Uh, you do not see a sign of Baldrago or uh, Corallo. All right. Should I have other people also roll perception? Yeah, you can. All righty. Uh, let's have Unia roll perception. Would you like to talk to the bartender? Yeah, yeah. Unia does not see anything. Damien got a total of 20. Uh, Lenore got... Lenore assists, but I'm guessing with a total of... 25 we don't see anything either nope um with a total of 25 i would say that you sort of definitively see at none of the tables or stools are corallo or uh baldrago okay that's fine all right yeah um we were going to talk to the bartender <laughs> you can do that the another previous, day the previous night but like you know that there was the yeah, attack happened. um she, uh, actually as you guys are sort of coming in she sort of looks up at you now Lenore, um, Lenore waves, sort of a large, expansive, friendly wave. She's got, like, towel slung over her shoulder. Hey! Um, big muscles. A um, few tattoos, sailor's tattoos and such. <laughs> uh, she looks at you. You're not looking to uh, drop any more Otiugs on my door, are you? No, no, of course not. Okay. No, well, we... then, are you having a drink? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we are uh, We're looking for somebody. If I had a silver piece for every time I heard that, I'd never have to sell drinks. <laughs> well, do you want a silver piece? Well, you're taking drinks, aren't you? Yeah. Two silver each. All right. Unia will um, put their hand up and uh, say, I will have water, thank you. So we're going to we'll sit down at the bar. Um, <laughs> Siren will sit there looking at her drink. Wondering how she is going to drink it without taking her mask off. <laughs> <laughs> and go, Do you have straws? Straw? What are you? Like a, what are like you, a, five? Like a hollow piece of grass. What are you, five? No, I'm whimsical. Why don't you just take off the mask? Mm, reasons. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Siren will, like, sort of lift up the mask from the bottom and <laughs> just like, start slurping on the beer. <laughs> Goodness. You get quite a lot on your uh, on your mask. Mm. <laughs> Here, let me roll. I'm gonna roll just a dexterity check. How sloppy. Oh, okay. I uh, got a, uh, a 21 on the dexterity check. Okay, That's yeah, not- it's 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 not it's not too much on your mask, but you, you're gonna it's yeah. gonna smell of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do da- Damien starts depressed to digitate. <laughs> um, and while while everybody except Lenore is being extremely awkward here at the bar, uh, Lenore is going to lean forward, uh, and talk uh, toward the the bartender. Just go. So we're looking for a couple of guys who come in here who start brawls. <sighs> You're going to have to be a little bit more specific about that. Yeah, Field Marshal Croft is looking for a couple guys, and we're going to describe what Baldrago and Carvalho look like. And she she just goes, oh, Baldrago and Carvalho. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. They got those faces. Have they been in recently? No, I haven't seen them in a couple days. Mm. 
we uh, flushed him out of some uh, out of a a murder ring. The guards looking for him? Yeah. They're not coming back here then. All right. Do you have any? Too many idea? guards here. Do you have any idea where they'd go to ground? Look, those guys were those guys were sketchy before they joined the guards. Uh, mm, yeah. They could be hanging out on any one of the dives you might find along the uh, along the board here. All right. I doubt they go as far as Northgate, but uh, probably somewhere between here and there. Maybe uh, they might have they might have uh, turned tail and ran to Old Corvosa, or parts unknown. Here, there's uh, quite a mess up there, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's not the first time we've heard that. All right, well, if you hear about any any of the Cowhammer boys, you let us know. Cowhammer boys. Is that really what they're going with? Yeah, well, you know, no, there's no accounting for taste. Huh. Well, they didn't get to where they where they were by their brains. Or their creativity for that matter. Mm. Siren came up with the cover of night for us. It's uh That's better. better better than anything I would have come up with. Okay. Alright. Well thanks. And thanks for the drinks. Yeah, just don't don't pour any more garbage onto my front door. We won't. Okay. Then you're already doing better than some of my regulars. Somebody like at the other end of the bar like waves like Nor, another one. The bar the bar is so low, no pun intended. <laughs> Enjoy your drinks. She goes over to the other side to help the other person. Alright. Uh there's once again a night of rioting and such. It's quite yeah, bad. Yeah. Um tonight there is sort of a counter move um that you would you would see a few mobs that are harassing some uh Varisians. Oh no. Sort of saying that these Varisians are trying to undermine everything that uh Corvosa stands for. Oh, and that they're gonna have it sink back into uh into uh disorder. So I will note that um Lenore will put her hood up um mm-hmm. on uh, as they're walking the three of them Lenore, Unia and Damien uh, are walking back and just they'll sort of stick to some of the less uh populated yeah. roads and away from any rioters yeah um you guys are powerful enough at this point that I think if any of the random rioters were to accost you you would easily repel them yeah um Lenore so I will I'm not say, gonna bother with like yeah. combat but there would be yeah. probably at least one group of people that start following you guys a little bit back where like with clubs and such and they and uh one of them one of them will go hey you guys lost no we are fine thank you just um i i just been wondering um your your friend there do you have demon blood or devil blood i i i i really don't i i know that there's different kinds but uh yeah i don't think that's any of your business i I'm just trying to figure out if you're here because of the Academy or because the city's falling apart. Lenore is going to get up, walk in front of um, Damien, between Damien and this fellow, and she's just going to let her rainbows glow a little bit more menacingly uh, as she as she sort of like teeters on the edge of blood rage. This guy and his friends just sort of go, whoa, 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 what the fuck is all that about? You should get out of here before 
I get angry. One of the other uh, people uh, like grabs grabs the guy who was who was taunting Damien's shoulder, and just goes, "Look, look, look! Not worth it. Not worth it. Come on, let's let's go." And he just sort of like eyes Damien, eyes Lenore, freaks, turns around. Unia sort of looks at the both of them. Why do you live here? I mean, have you seen this place? Have you seen this entire area? Is there anywhere better to go? I admit I have not ventured outside of Corvosa. My understanding of its environs is a century out of date. I had heard that many terrible things have occurred in the nation of Cheliax, and it seems that unrest has made its way to Verizia as well. Yeah, you got that right. Look, if you have any recommendations for places that aren't viciously racist, go ahead, but I think I'll stay with the place I know. And I mean, also, like, the Verizians who you think are a bunch of, like, uncultured casts or whatever you said... <laughs> Actually, a lot nicer than a lot of these folks. So, yes, uh, I. Uh, Unia sort of looks a little downcast. Yes, it seems I have a great deal to learn. My apologies. Character growth! <laughs> and they will head back in a somber mood to Lenore's house. And you would find, uh... What has Kester been up to? Kester, uh, has gotten out a nice big stack of parchment, and he's been drawing his own weapons. Get off! He's like, hello! I, I, I got kind of bored reading the books, or, or looking at the books, and I thought I might do my own weapons. This one's... A, a long sword what can like when you swing it 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 launches uh it launches like daggers out the sides <laughs> uh, that way you can you can you can hit people that are close as well as people that are far away at the same time Lenore goes from having you know a, a storm cloud hanging above her head to like actually chuckling and this one this one's this one's a hammer uh uh and uh it, it's it's like a war hammer um, but on the other side, it's like a hammer that you can use for building. You see this? It's, it's, it's basically like, like he drew half a war. He drew, yeah. he drew, it's, it's just square on one side. And then the other is sort of like roughly shaped like a ball peen <laughs> hammer. Um, you know, it's actually not uncommon for uh war hammers to be designed in a way that they could also be used as hammers, but they don't usually look like this. Lenore Lenore uh picks up the the parchment um draw the drawings of the parchment is like his little stick figures showing showing uh or you know, like, you know, the sort of drawings that a 9-year-old would do of like this is this is me at my house yeah and like there's there's a fire uh and and uh and i'm pulling these weapons out of the fire and they're drawn in red <laughs> uh because they're hot uh and the weapons are in inappropriately sized for the the people being drawn L lenore lenore says caster these are beautiful this is a bow and arrow that shoots swords i love all of these 
so much. And she she says this with complete and utmost sincerity. The the sincerity of someone who both loves weapons and loves artistic expression. Can uh can you make can you make one of these? He looks at he points to the sword with the daggers that fly out when you swing it. Oh boy. Um could you make one of them? It's quite an idea. Um, uh, I'm not sure if I am a talented enough blacksmith to make that. I, I'm, I'm sure you're real good. Oh, but this is this is definitely a very advanced design. I bet you could do it. Hey, you know what? Maybe when we get some time, you can help, okay? Okay. You going to teach me some blacksmithing? Yeah, yeah, I'll teach you I some blacksmithing once we sort of get out of this riots in do, the street where, do, stuff where do you work oh i i work a couple blocks away there's a, a smithy that i work at but uh you know i'm i'm on leave right now oh uh taking a break when are you going back you know you know i i know i know where, i was never allowed breaks but um i know that a lot of people take take lots of breaks uh but you haven't been going there for a couple of days now yeah, it's it's been a. I've been dealing with a lot. Yeah, I I understand. All right. Are we gonna have any dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what'd you get from the market today? Um. Well, I got I got a bit of bread. I didn't cook this one. Thank you. And I gave them money. Kester, I'm so proud of you. I gave them money. That's. I'm I'm so proud of you, Custer. Yeah, hey. they they were real nice. Uh, they talked to me. Oh. They don't usually talk to me. I mean, I tr- usually try to avoid them. What, but, uh, what they, they were talking about how how much of a big boy I am and how brave I am coming out here when everything's all bad. You are really brave. Well, I just went to the market. It's not a big deal. I think that when I'm not I'm not a kid. I know. I know. They didn't mean it. They didn't mean it to be looking down on you. I think that what they meant is that in times like this, when everything is scary and people are all upset and nobody knows what the next day is going to be like, sometimes carrying on and just making our best effort to keep on living is what takes the most courage of all. Did you get that from one of your books? That's real pretty. I, uh, it's uh, it's something that Edgar would say to me. He seems like he was real good. Yeah, he right. was. Well, are we gonna eat now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get some food in you. You gotta grow. You gotta get big and strong, bigger and stronger. I mean, oh, they were having a sale. They 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 said that there was a new shipment of beef that came in. Uh, and we could have some uh, no, beef. Th- you know what? Let's uh, let's let's hold off on the beef for now. Uh, gotta you know, don't want to eat too heavy. Uh, after all that uh, but, fish uh, that we uh, had, but I'm starving. Um, did they say where it came from? Uh, I didn't ask. Um, I don't. I don't really know the regions of beef. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> I think it came from a cow. That's a good guess. Um, I think for now, uh, let's stick with the fish. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We had fish yesterday, though. Look, 
There are some people, they have fish every day. I mean, I used to have fish every day. But this is good fish now. Okay, okay. <laughs> and while they've been talking, uh, Damien and Uni have been uh, setting, uh, setting place settings and stuff. Damien comes up to Lenore uh, and goes, um, would you... I, I know I've been imposing a lot lately, but would you mind if I stayed here? I am... I'm really concerned about walking around on my own right now. Uh, Lenore's like, don't, don't worry about it. I saw the way those guys were looking at you. You can stay here as long as you have to. We will get bedrolls. We will get a cot. You can sleep on the freaking counter if you want. You guys would have bedrolls, uh, right, with your adventuring yeah, gear, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, And you, you can, you stay here as long as you need to. Da Damien, are you going to sleep over? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna sleep over. <sighs> you tell me a story. What? What? If you go, are you gonna stay in the uh, living room? Yeah, with me? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll stay could in the living room. Could you tell me? Could you tell me stories? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know magic stuff, right? Yeah. Can you tell me about magic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? What do they call it when, 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 um, when you just when like they 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 do the they do the fire and it and it goes and it goes. Fu uh, 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 a it's, fireball. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, fireball is a spell that you can learn when you're. Uh, Do you know fireball? Uh, not. No, no, I don't. Not yet. What about the one? The one what where they uh, what the one what where they uh, they they make things out of nothing. Uh, like like, like you can make animals and. And magic things. Oh yeah, yeah, I can do that. And uh, Damien pressed to digitate some tiny fireworks. No, 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 like animals. Uh, Damien pressed to digitates like uh, some little origami animals, like some folded paper animals, like walking on the countertop, like that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, do it again. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Damien uh, makes uh, a a little walking banana. Uh <laughs> no, no, I don't like that one. <laughs> Don't like that one. <laughs> and on that, we zoom out and humorous epilogue music plays. Da, 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 da. As you zoom out through the streets, seeing many people beating the ever-loving shit out of each other. You Just see, another night in Corvosa. You see, you see an Otiug breaking through the, the sewers and one. eating a few peasants. <laughs> and somewhere a tribe of goblins follows out and just follows out from the exposed sewers and just like looks around like. <laughs> now goblins take over Corvosa. There's like 12 of them. <laughs> Crimson Throne Kings, that's why we sings Crimson Throne Kings, that's why we sing. <laughs> they, get, they get chased by some guards. <laughs> there's there's some stabbings, there's some fighting. There's... And the unrest continues. Dear, oh dear, things are not looking good in Corvosa. Although, to be fair, I'm not sure if things ever have or ever will look good in Corvosa. Still, it's hard to imagine how any of the recent events could make things better. Maybe the goblins will just gather all the guards up for a friendly sing-along, leading to a new era of peace and understanding between goblins and the city. 
yeah, let's, let's just imagine they do that. To get more episodes of To Have and To Roll, and to check out the latest character sheets and art, follow us on Twitter at To Have and To Roll, that's T-O-Have and T-O-R-O-L-L, or on Tumblr at tohaventoroll.tumblr.com. And, as always, we'd love it if you'd rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Please give us feedback. We're so lonely. The cats have locked us in the apartment, and they won't let us leave. We are so, so desperately happy. Autumn, yes, happy. Yeah, thank you. Of course, I'll give you pets. Yes, yes, that's very good. And now I can't move, which is fine. Just fine. (laughs) So I'll let the music play us out. See you next week. Greetings, wife. Greetings, husband. Wife unit. Mm. Mm. Meet mope. Welcome to Iron Gods. Mm. All right. <laughs> I also spelled pillar wrong. <laughs> Wait. There are two different ways of spelling pillar here. There's the regular way, pillar. And then there's pillar. <laughs> what? P-I-L-E-R, like somebody who makes pills. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't think that's a thing. I think that's a typo. So, oh, well, there you go. Yep, that's a typo. Uh, just like uh, all the steets over, <laughs> yeah. over on the east side. Anyway. This is a nice uh, map. I just, it is a nice There's map. a lot of text. There is a lot of text. Um, <laughs> you would think that maybe they would have, might have spelled some of it right. Uh, <laughs> law of averages, some of it has to be right. <laughs>